Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by Seaglass, who recently released a new single, I Have Jokes, if you want to hear one. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So diving right into this monster, tell me uh, if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, who would you pick? I think I'd go with Paul McCartney. Um, I Somebody once compared my songwriting style to him. I don't think, I'm obviously not in the same league as Sir Paul or anything, but um, he, the way that he writes, he kind of makes a melody um, especially like his bass lines in, in the later Beatles stuff. He tries to make a melody out of everything, every part. Um, and I'm just super into sonically how that sounds to have all of these um, melodies sort of acting in, in harmony for uh, lack of a better word. Describe your latest project using only one word. Super califragilistic expialidocious. Who is an artist that if they popped into this Zoom right now and said, I need you to produce my next project, who are you dropping everything for? It's a tough one. I think uh, I really love and like I'm super obsessed with the last couple of Eamon Dunes records. And uh, I just think it would be really fun to work together. So I'd probably say that. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? I think transparency. Um, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Try to figure it out. Nobody seems to know how it works. It's really difficult to kind of tell if uh, I'm doing the right things or not. And uh, so there's a lot of doubt that comes from all of the lack of transparency. Now, before uh, before we started recording, I you said you haven't performed yet, but what is a venue that you would give anything to play? I'd love to check out Red Rocks. That sounds like a really cool place to just be. Um, but in general, I think like my favorite shows ever have all been small rooms. Um, and if I can get to the point where, you know, touring is a is a 
um, possibility for me with just like family work life and also having the demand um, from a fan base. I would really love to do shows in, you know, small cap like theaters, places, you know, 500 people or less. I think there's an intimacy there that you lose when you go to those big venues. What do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process? I listen to things uh, so many times over and over and over again. And um, I have to remind myself and like edit it so much and, and think, you know, am I not applying the uh, right techniques? And I have to remind myself uh, oftentimes that, you know, if it sounds good, it's good. Um, so it's uh a little bit of perfectionism what's a song that anytime you hear it on like the radio or streaming or something um you think damn i wish i wrote that i was just thinking about this the other day actually uh because every time i hear it i think (laughs) i really have this thought uh fox warren has a song called uh sunset canyon and um there's just like this palpable atmosphere um, created through really just like a simple instrumentation, um, that I'm just like really trying to recreate in some of my new music that's going to be on the upcoming LP. Like, how do you create like truly livable in atmosphere? Um, so that song Sunset Canyon really accomplishes that. Describe your perfect day. I think I'd, you know, be able to sleep past, uh, 5 AM. So my kids would sleep in a little bit. That'd be good. Um, have a nice breakfast, send them off to have somebody else take care of them for a while, make some music, uh, spend a little time with my wife walking around, make some more music, have an awesome dinner with friends, make some more music, go to bed. What's a song lyric, yours or someone else's, that's always stuck with you? I think I have to go with uh, She's Leaving Home After Living Alone for So Many Years, the, the Beatles song, She's Leaving Home taunting what is your favorite cuss word i love them all man (laughs) um i uh i can be pretty crude around here i have to definitely edit myself around the kids but i do say fuck a lot do you have a favorite beyonce song i do um irreplaceable i love that song What's something that people would be surprised that you own? Uh, I partially own a footwear company. That's what I do during the day. Um, family business. It's called Deer Stags. And uh, it's coming up on 100 years, actually, at the end of the decade. Using only colors, describe your music. Orange, purple, and pink. So hypothetically, let's say that you were putting together like a like a super group. Who's in it? Um, I think I would go with Stevie Nicks and Elliot Smith. And who else is in this band? Hmm. I think I'll just go with those two and me and we'll just have a power pop uh, <laughs> three person band. What's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? I have jokes if you want to hear one. My most recent song, um, it just feels like it. it is built for um, a scene that is playful and happy and sort of a relief kind of scene. 
So this uh, this next question is kind of a choose your own adventure type thing. Um, I've got three of the most cliche questions that all um, artists get asked in interviews, and I will let you pick the one that you would like to answer. Your choices are who are your influences, what got you started in music, or what is your creative process like? Uh, let's go with the process question. So my creative process uh, all starts um, behind me. The listener can't see it, but you can see I've got a, a home studio here. And um, I sit down at, at the, I use Logic, um, the software um, for my DAW. And I sit down and I just kind of try to find sounds. And when I find a sound that is interesting to me and my fingers happen to hit uh, the keys in the right way, something sort of sparks or uh, if I'm playing guitar, something just sort of sparks and I say, I can hear it. And um, the rest of the process is like basically chipping away at a like a archaeological dinosaur dig. I'm just trying to find just trying to find it. Um, I know I, I know it. I know it's there. And it's all about just like peeling back layers until I have something that resembles um, a song. And uh, I work for a long time. Usually, uh, sometimes it's quick, but most of the times it takes a while um, to try to find like a, a structure that makes sense. And then I send the ideas off to a variety of singers and uh, songwriters that I've become friends with over the years that kind of know me. Sometimes I'll reach out um, cold to people on Instagram who I just want to work with uh, to varying degrees of success there. And they, um, you know, they say if they like it and they want to work on it, um, then I'll I'll kind of get like some ideas from them, scratch vocals and stuff, and we'll go back and forth and I will um, help build the song. So um, in general, I, I kind of, I'm a, I'm a producer. Um, that's my like main instrument. But in some ways, I'm also like executive producing, if that makes sense, um, in the sense of like, I'll take my music and somebody else's lyrics and I'll try to fit it in and um, I'll rearrange it if I have to. I'll make sure it's okay with the lyricist, but um, I'll make it work for the song and I'll, I'll kind of oversee the project um, as a whole. How many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning? Uh, it just takes one screaming kid. What do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians? I think it's that they're like cool um, <laughs> or even like... Uh, you know, not another one is that they're not, you know, serious or that they, you know, are just like trying to figure it all out or chasing success. I think a lot of the musicians I've met just like love music and uh, are geeks about it and are really uh, passionate about like making the best thing. And I, I don't think I had that preconception of that before I started getting kind of into the game myself. What moment in your career are you most proud of? So there's a station here in New York called WFUV. It's one of the largest non-commercial radio stations in the country. And I've been listening to it for um, well over a decade and, you know, myself geeking out on a lot of the stuff that they do. And uh, they put me on a regular rotation with my first single ever, I Forgot It By Heart. Um, so I was being played on the radio, you know, uh, several times a week and I would just kind of hear it come on the radio, which was really cool. Um, 
so getting on the radio once was was like the first big accomplishment but then when they told me that they wanted to put it on regular rotation i'd say that stands out to me as uh one of the biggest accomplishments so far what is the first song that you remember hearing i think it was the beach boys wouldn't it be nice yeah it's a good good entree into music so if you could start your career over from the minute that you decided to pursue music seriously, would you do anything different? I don't think so. I am still early in, in what I'm doing, and it's yet to, to be determined if I've done it right or wrong. Things take longer than I want them to, but uh, that's just me. I am, you know, constantly in the what what's next mode. but. I, I'm doing it and uh, I'm proud of that. And I am happy to to see my kids growing up, my daughter telling me I'm her favorite, um, I'm her favorite musician and uh, loves my songs and stuff like that. So it's all worth it for for, for that reason, if, if not, you know, all the other ones too. Other, other than your kids, uh, what keeps you up at night? We're in a pretty uh, divisive time. So I, I am definitely plagued with the anxieties of the modern era. Um, so that definitely keeps me up. And then I do think about, you know, uh, unfortunately, the the marketing side of music, which is, I didn't realize I was going to have to get involved in uh, when I just wanted to make music. So there's the getting it out there piece, which uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about too. Would you ever try maybe acting full-time? Not really interested in that. Um, I don't really consider myself a performer or anything like that. And if I were to do some live shows and stuff like that, I don't think I'd be really front and center. It's really about the music. So it's it's not really in my uh, my wish list. So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world, what's out from you right now? What should we be listening to? So I have jokes, if you want to hear one, just came out one week ago on... Um, the first of November, November, um, and right before that, I released a, a cover of the Temptation song "Get Ready." Really did a complete reimagining of that one. It sounds nothing like the original, um, but we tried to honor sort of the original melodies and and some of the attitude there. But very different. It's really cool. I worked with a great artist named Misty Boyce, who's become a real good friend of mine uh, through making music over the last year or two. And um, I've got two EPs out. You can find them on all the streaming platforms. Um, I'm very proud of them. And in 2023, I, I plan on releasing um, an LP that should be anywhere from 10 to 15 songs. Um, I've got some mixing going on today. My uh, songs are off to the mixing engineer. I'm really excited to hear how they're coming along. So there's a, a lot more content on the way. Well, thank you uh, for taking time out of your day to talk to me a little bit. Um, I have enjoyed this immensely, and you you have a fan in me, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.